2020 Eagles pregame week 13 Eagles Packers Yes, it is another Eagles Sunday, another Eagles pregame. This week, the Eagles find themselves on the road. That's right, on the road in Green Bay to battle the Green Bay Packers in a game that, by all accounts, should not be very competitive or very uh, fun to watch if you're an Eagle fan. But again, you know, the any given Sunday mantra is in effect. And the Eagles will go back out there today and hopefully continue to work on what has been up to this point an extremely disappointing and disaster of a season uh, in, a, in a lot of ways, a lot of ways that have been talked about in nauseam over the weeks and months that the season has kind of progressed. And it's now all going to converge on Lambeau, right? It's against the Green Bay Packers who come into this week uh, sporting an 8-3 and three record, whereas the Eagles come into this week, of course, sporting their – they're stellar, 3-7-1. and one. Very much alive, though, in the NFC East. Uh, but you know what? I've, I've made a promise to myself, and I'm now joining that group of people, which I've really kind of joined since the beginning of the season. But I am not talking about, even though the Eagles are technically very much still alive in that pathetic NFC Eastern division, uh, I'm not talking about playoffs anymore. Because, um, honestly, I don't know what – Eagle fan or football fan or person who's got any kind of character or well or fiber or well-being uh, can even contemplate wanting to have a playoff team with maybe five wins because that's probably what it might take to win this division five wins I'm just not going to go there and be like you know what yeah baby five ten and one division champs I I'm, I, I just can't bring myself to that so. We're not going to talk playoffs anymore. I'm not going to talk playoffs anymore. And I'm certainly not going to talk about what's happening in the NFC East uh, for the foreseeable future, uh, meaning like next year. So with all that aside, there is a football game to play. And the drama that is or the train wreck, the drama and the train wreck, that is the Philadelphia Eagles uh, pull into the Lambeau Field station today where they will do battle with Aaron Rodgers. And, of course, the, the main themes are still – in play for the Eagles, will Jalen Hurts, uh, you know, play? Will Jalen Hurts get substantial um, time behind center? Will he be – will Carson make it through the game without being benched? Will he play so bad that Jalen does come in and, and, and replace him, not just for a couple of two, three-play gadget crap that they've been doing all year, but is this, the, is this the day that Doug Peterson finally makes that move and goes with a new quarterback – uh, do the Eagles show up as a team? You know, do they run the ball? Are they able to, like, withstand a potentially very embarrassing afternoon in Lambeau? And not to mention, we are slated at the 425 start on CBS. Now, I'm an old head, 
Okay. I'm, I'm an old head and I really kind of am in tune with the whole NFC, um, Fox, AFC, CBS. Back in the day when I was growing up, it was NFC on CBS and the AFC on NBC, but that all kind of switched over in the late 90s. But I'm still an old head where I, I kind of want my NFC games, you know, especially NFC versus NFC. You know, it's got to be on Fox. But whatever. It is not 1998 anymore. It is 2020 for at least another month, thank God. Um, so CBS, Romo and Nance today. Uh, so we get to hear Tony Romo. <laughs> Tony Romo gets a chance to pick apart at the Eagles, uh, which I'm sure he's kind of maybe, uh, you know, relishing a little bit, uh, you know, being a cowboy all the years. So Tony Romo is going to get his opportunity to kind of talk Eagles. And you know what? I'm a huge Tony Romo fan when it comes to his um, post-playing career. I think he really does well as a color guy. I really do. I, I, I'm a huge uh, Tony Romo color fan. So I'm interested to see what Tony has to say about the Eagles today. And, and I know a lot of people are probably going to be thinking the same thing. But so what was the week uh, in Philadelphia sports? Well, of course, it was the same thing. Coming off the Seattle game, it was the same diatribe, diatra, whatever, however you want to say that word, that was being spewed out on Philly sports radio. Howie needs to go. Doug needs to go. Carson needs to sit. And, and some people are now are talking Carson needs to go. So, again, I have been on record both on this podcast and many other different platforms throughout this season and even prior to the start of the season in my firm belief of what this season was for the Philadelphia Eagles. And you know what? I'm not alone. Nope, I'm not alone because I went back through the archives of of Philadelphia Sports Talk Radio and I pulled out a little excerpt, a little soundbite, a little clip of a caller to 94WIP who back on May the 8th, 2020 predicted the demise of the Philadelphia Eagles. And I'm going to sit here and I'm going to play that little, little soundbite so that you know that I'm not alone. Okay. So this soundbite is courtesy of the Marks and Reese show, which is the um, two to 6 PM daily on uh, WIP on weekdays. So I want you to, I'm going to play this. You guys tell me what you think about this on point caller. Phones, Matt Mayfair, Matt, we got, Matthew. Parks like Reese, what's going on? What's up? What's up, Maddie? Hey, so guys, um, I've, I've, I've looked over the schedule because I have nothing but time on my hands these days. I've uh, dissected it. I've attempted to pull myself into thinking some things. But guys, I can't get more than seven wins out of the schedule. I, I, really, I really can't. You got to look harder. Look, I got six in the first half, Matt. Yeah, like, I don't know where you're – yeah, I, they're not going to Pittsburgh. They must have been drinking that Ike juice. That's what I need to be doing. But, uh, but I honestly think, and, and the more I look at the schedule, the, the more I look deeper into it, um, I'm starting to look at the game that Jalen Hurts is going to come in and start. That That's where I'm at with the schedule. I, uh, that's how I bet, I think. Which one you got him starting in? I got him starting in, in Arizona. In that's Arizona at the end of the season. Yep. Is that due to injury or ineffectiveness? Yep, that's where I got him. Well, I mean, is it due to injury or ineffectiveness from Carson? Ineffectiveness. 
oh, and yeah. kind of change some things up. And Doug Peterson, and then and you hear it here first. I think this is an attempt for Doug Peterson to try to save his job because I got him going in to that final game, that home game against Washington, and I got Jim Schwartz as the interim head coach in that game. Oh, you just got the whole season going down the drain. I really do. <laughs> I, and, and I'm trying not to be that way. I, I really, Matt, really am. Matt, Matt, listen, man. Cut, yes, listen, listen. Yes, listen. Jim Schwartz coaching is the interim coach. Doug is fired. Dumbass things. Pretty soon you're going to be labeled Matt, dumbass. Matt, I love you. You're, you're quickly becoming one of my favorite callers here. But that's it. You know, like Doug's, not, Doug's not getting fired. Carson's not. There's a better chance of Carson being benched because he's bad than Doug getting fired. But, I would but, say. But Johnny Marsh, we all know. Are you nuts? I mean, so I agree with your assessment of the first three games. Uh, like, I think yes. he's going to get off to a 3 0 start, but it's going to be false hope. Everyone's going to, just like in 16, uh-huh. when they got off to that, that 3 0 start. Mm-hmm. So, but then it's just going to completely unravel from there. And then we're going to get right back into that late November, you know, Miami Dolphin type stuff. And then it's, it's just going to, and, and, but I don't think it's going to pick up because we don't have that fluff at the end of the year like we did last year. Mm. All yeah. right, there he is, Matt from Mayfair. Yeah, you're nuts if you think Carson would be benched before Doug would be fired due to ineffective play. The pen has got twenty some million dollars. No, I know, but not benching. But Doug's not getting fired. I mean, both things. Well, are, I mean, both things aren't happening. I agree, but you're not going to bench Carson Wentz. I don't. I don't. Just. I mean, what, like. Doug being fired has a 0.5% chance of happening. Carson I getting agree. fired has a 0.75% chance. All I'm telling you is both of those decisions come from the head man that writes the checks. Mr. Lurie? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't envision. Believe me, it's, it's not. That wasn't something I'd be calling in and saying, like, yeah, you heard it here first. He this, gets, this is so sad that his first reaction to the schedule is like, all right, Hurts playing here. Yeah, Hurts yeah, Hertz is playing here. Wentz is going to be so bad, he gets benched. And people are calling me a Cowboy fan because I said nine and seven. He has Doug getting fired and Carson yeah. getting benched. I think Elliot is a Cowboys fan. <laughs> All right. All right. So that was an expert excerpt from the uh, Reese. Uh, I would say it wrong. The Marks and Reese show uh, from that very in tune caller. Now, you heard the exchange between the caller, John Marks, and Ike Reese, and even Jack Fritzer chimed in at the end. Um, he was kind of laughed off the air. You know what I mean? This guy was laughed off the air because. Uh, of his um, foreseeness, his predictions, his uh, his ability to kind of look past some of the preseason nonsense that everybody was kind of fooling themselves into thinking about this football team last year or last spring. And he was laughed off the air. He was. And John Marks, uh, you heard him say it. Uh, not going to happen. Neither one of them is going to happen. And here we are now. Now, granted, the caller – uh, it hasn't happened yet, but uh, we are definitely trending heavily into that direction. And yes, a little transparency, that caller was, of course, me. That was that was me, Matt from Mayfair, calling into the uh, Marks and Reese show on May the 8th, 2020, uh, giving that prediction. Now, I did, I did initially think the Eagles were going to win seven games based on the schedule. Now, I moved off of that seven-win mark back in, um, I'd say, late August when all the drama – in training camp began to kind of come out between, you know, the Andre Dillard um, before he got hurt with his resiliency issues, the Jason Peters nonsense with, uh, you know, I'll play left tackle if you pay me left tackle money. Uh, and then the Zach Ertz, you don't love me and I love you stuff. I came off of seven wins and I went to five and 11 at that point. Um, 
I don't know how this thing is going to end. I honestly don't see them winning another game, but you know, at least, but at least I had the foreseeedness, if that's even a word. At least I had the ability to look at this accident as we were approaching it. You know what I mean? So I just want everybody to hear that, okay? Because I feel as if vindication is in order for me. I've been lambasted, I've been roasted, I've been blasted up and down because I am. I've been such a negative Nelly about the season, but it doesn't take a genius to see what's happened here or what was going to happen here. Uh, 2018, 2019 were really cross your fingers, don't step on the cracks on the sidewalk type of seasons, and let's pray to God something happens at the end where we can kind of catch fire and backdoor our way into the playoffs. And I knew living on the edge like that, Living that way was not going to be healthy. And the only way that it was healthy was because we were playing in such a bad division. Now, the NFC East is still a very bad division, but it is trending slowly, but it is starting to trend in a different direction. And the Eagles are not going to be able to mask nine and seven seasons or, God forbid, a five, ten and one season as playoff seasons much longer. Matter of fact, it's over. So with all that being into consideration and and the fact that the Eagles just continue to continuously draft poorly, sign the wrong type of free agents, it's a disaster. And now the coaching issues are coming out. Now the drama that Doug can't apparently make decisions on his own. Um, the big thing this week, and I'm going to talk with my official talking Philly sports with Matty B, Eagles pregame. Analyst Kyle Quinn, who will be joining me on the other side of this pod. Of course, he's back. Yes, he is. Thank God he's back. I miss Kyle. But we're going to talk a little bit about the stuff that's come out this week in light of apparently Doug, you know, everyone's been kind of up in arms about Doug relinquishing some of the play calling duties. Well, apparently he's already done that. Apparently he's been doing that. Apparently he has let other people, i.e. Press Taylor, call plays in certain situations during the game. So I'm going to talk to Kyle about all that stuff on the back end of this, and we'll get into the X's and O's of today's game. Uh, we'll talk Lambo. We'll talk, you know, the, all the things that we usually do talk here on, on the pregame show. So a lot more in store. So stick where you're at. Stay with me. Come on back on the other side, and we will we will continuously break this thing down. Um. It's game day. It's week 13. It's December, ladies and gentlemen. And, you know, this that means so much to a lot of people. Um, you know, and, and that's kind of where um, this guy this year sucked. You know, man, I, you know, wow. Obviously, you take good from every, everything, right? There's always good things you can pull out of. And I'm struggling, you know. I've been hit hard with this thing just as much as anybody else has, but there's people out there that have been hit harder than me and I am struggling. And, but there's out there, there's people out there that are worse off than me. And it's just, it's, it's, it's great that this year is kind of finally wrapping up and, you know, there's a vaccine on the way. The NBA is getting ready to start up here in a couple of weeks. Uh, hopefully, that's the start. It's a harbinger of, of of normal times to come, normal times to return. I guess uh, we get through this season of the NFL. We get into the NBA. Hopefully, hockey gets their damn act together uh, here soon. 
that we get into the spring. We get the World Baseball Classic this spring in March. Hopefully that's, you know, deemed safe enough to go. Got baseball in April, full baseball season schedule. Hopefully by May, June time frame, it's, you know, all the restrictions are over and all the, you know, life is back, you know. And then by the time we get back to the 2021 NFL season, you know, we're back in with stadiums, with jam-packed people, just the energy. You know, I was watching All all or Nothing last night uh, from uh, this past season, which, of course, was uh, featured with the Eagles. And uh, the one episode that really uh, caught me was the – it was kind of towards the end of the season, which was the Dallas Cowboy game, you know, here in Philly. As a matter of fact, it was, you know, a couple weeks from now, a year ago. And uh, it was the home game. It was the game where the Eagles, you know, were, were on that run, and they just had to keep it going. And and they uh, they were featured that they featured that game, and the energy. It was it was weird that I I paid attention to that, and I and I actually felt the energy from a jam packed Lincoln Financial Field, and that has been severely missed in all sports this year that we, you know, the sports that we've had that energy, that X factor, that hype. And it just hasn't been the same now. you know, I'm not going to get into, we've talked in length about the whole, we're just happy we have sports back and all, but it really does change it. It really does. And I'm just really hoping that we get back to those normal days soon. All right. So hang in there with me. Come on back on the other side. Uh, Kyle Quinn will join me. We'll break this thing down. We'll talk. We'll talk about last week's game as well because I haven't had an opportunity to chat with Kyle about it. Um, and um, we will have uh, we'll have a great show. So make sure you, you come back in on the other side.